You are listening to the Living Room Confessional Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Living Room Confessional Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney. So I know this episode is a little late, and that is completely on me. I have been extremely distracted, and this year did not start out the greatest, and it got a lot harder (laughs) as time progressed. But, you know, you guys, this is like my therapy in a way. And so I always try to make time and I've been fighting tooth and nail to record one of these because this is just, this is one of the ways that I just release everything. And I can speak from experience this week because the distractions have been coming in hot. I mean, if it's not work, it's personal life, it's people, it's just, it's, Financial, it's its everything. Everything's a distraction right now. And I am pushing back so hard and I am like knee deep in my Bible and praying about it. But something that I kind of realized is God's not a genie. And like, obviously I've said this before and I know this, God is not a genie and you can't snap your fingers, pray, and then it just disappears. While that is completely possible that he can do something in an instant, sometimes It just doesn't happen that way. And for me, there's been a lot of lessons within the distractions and a lot of perspectives that have had to shift. And I've had to kind of sit and be quiet and just think and process things. And I don't always like doing that because it just kind of shows me who I am. And when you have to sit with your ick, it just reminds you of how much you don't have it together when you think you do have it together and that life is just going to life and you just kind of have to roll with it. While I'm not going to be salty about everything that I've been through, I'm very appreciative of my experiences. It's just really hard when you're kind of sitting in it sometimes. And I'm currently sitting in it and I've had a lot of distractions these last couple of weeks, but... You know, with distractions, once you move past them, you can continue making progress. And that's where I'm focused. I'm moving forward and I am learning and I'm leaning on my faith a lot right now because I'd probably pull my hair out if I didn't. So that being said, I want to talk about distractions this week and just talk about what to do when they pop up. And I'll give some examples um, without getting too personal of how they've been popping up in my life. But I'm hoping that this will encourage anybody who feels like they are up against the unknown. Because sometimes the distractions are self-made, but you just don't realize it until you really embrace the fact that you're kind of in your own way. And the first thing that I'm going to talk about is how we blame... (laughs) Satan and the devil, whatever you call him for your distractions, but it's actually you. It's not him. And I feel like a lot of times, especially those who grew up in church, they're like, the devil's on us and the devil's doing this and the devil's doing that. And it's like, no, you're just lazy. And so I've had a lot of those moments. And I actually had one today where 
I'm just like, I'm not making progress um, with the company, with my uh, the courses that I'm taking, uh, reading the books that I want to read. I haven't been doing a lot. And it's like, I feel like I'm being attacked from every angle. But it's me who's actually not doing anything. I literally sat on the couch and started binge watching a new TV show when I know I had all these things to do. And I'm sitting there making lists after lists in my head and I know what I need to do, but I just can't get off the couch. And we're not talking about depression or anything like that. That's a whole different realm. This is when you get in your own way and you become your own distraction without even realizing it. There are people who have come into my life and come back into my life in the last couple of weeks. And I was extremely frustrated and it put me into a spiral where I just needed to think about everything constantly, but I don't have an answer. I can't solve the problem. And it's very, very frustrating. So for me, I like to just kind of sit in it. (laughs) That's what I mean when I say sit in my ick. It's sitting in your problems and just all the things that are just pulling you apart that you just don't know how to solve. And I just sat in it. And I sat in it for days and I just didn't let it go. And one of the things that my therapist always tells me is when you don't know what to do or when things feel like they're piling up on you, do the last thing you knew you were supposed to do and just keep propelling yourself forward, even if it's something small, like doing the dishes or doing laundry or going for a walk. When I tell you I did not go to the gym, I was not working out, I was not recording podcasts. as you can see. <laughs> I was not doing laundry. I was not cooking. I was, I just, I stopped taking care of all the things that kind of make my life easy and propel me forward in the day to day. I have routines. I just let them go. I, I was sleeping in and it's like, why? Because I don't have a solution. And I allowed all of these things that I literally had no control over become the biggest distractions in my life. And I kept saying, you know, I feel like something's on me. Something's bothering me. Something's doing, no, it was me. (laughs) I had the power and the control at any moment to say, God, I need help. Help me get up and help me move forward. But I didn't do that. I had the power to figure it out, make a list, do what needed to be done, catalog my routine and my time. And I didn't do it. I had the ability to just ask for help and I didn't do it. I just sat there and I wallowed in self-pity because I couldn't figure out the things that were kind of tormenting me mentally. And I can't blame anybody but myself. So I think that's something that we really need to do when distractions come up and they are made by us. In the beginning, I will admit I did not realize that it was me. But by the time I did realize that it was me, I started taking steps to like snap myself out of it. And it took about two days for me to fully like grasp what I had put down that I now needed to pick back up. But now that I have, it's a bit of a fight to get through just even a couple of hours, a couple of minutes to get things done and to stay productive. But you know, I'm doing it because if I don't do it, who else is going to do it? I mean, I have to eat, so I'm going to have to cook. I just think that we need to stop blame shifting when it is us. We need to acknowledge that it's us. There are certain things that you just will not be able to figure out in a day or two. You have to keep going. 
Don't allow it to become a distraction so that it starts interrupting other areas of your life because you will lose productivity. And, you know, it's a lot harder to get started again than it was to just fight and keep going through something. So just keep that in mind. Another form of distraction that I've seen in my life recently are people and the things that they say and the negativity that they put on you. Other people's opinions are not your business and they're not your responsibility. We're human and they can sometimes weigh heavily on us. So I really think that you need to remove yourself when those things happen. You People only have the power that you give them in your life to distract you and turn you away from things. And yes, sometimes words do hurt. And sometimes it's really hard to just forget them. I've had people say horrible things about me. I've had in the last couple of weeks, I've I've not so much overheard, but it's been shared what someone else said. And I really don't like people that gossip, but I do respect people who have my best intention and are letting me know what's going around me so that I can address it if I need to. And while I didn't appreciate what was said, It became a distraction because for an entire day, it just, it was on a loop in my head. And you know, the opinions of others when they have no power or authority to do anything in my life should not matter. And so when that happens, sometimes you really need to remove yourself from a situation. I have said a lot of goodbyes recently, and I don't even know if the people realized that I was saying goodbye or why or (laughs) (laughs) why I may have given them a hug or something like that. But sometimes you really have to remove yourself from the situation. And even if you're the only person that knows that you're closing that door, if it's distracting you from moving forward in your life and progressing, you have to put yourself first. You really do. And I don't think it's okay to be selfish, but sometimes you really do have to be selfish if that's the way you want to look at it. I think of it as self-preservation and taking care of yourself. I don't think it's selfish in a negative way to where you're trying to hurt or alienate someone. You are literally just doing what is absolutely best for yourself in that moment. And if that's selfish, then it's selfish. But you have to really think of you because other people are going to think of themselves and they're going to do what they need to survive. It's literally survival of the fittest. You have to be willing to advocate for yourself when you need to advocate for yourself. Stop waiting and expecting other people to do what you need to be doing yourself. And that's a hard pill to swallow sometimes because you really think that people have your best interest. And you can take work for an example. If you want something, stop relying on your manager or someone else to do it for you. If you want to learn something or try something, make a connection, build your network Take a course. There's nothing stopping you from taking the next step and putting yourself out there but you. People are going to talk. They're always going to talk. People always need something to say. And when there's nothing going on in their lives, they're going to start talking about you. And they might even make something up just to make it interesting. But that's not your business. As long as you are working on your own character and you hold on to your integrity people's words will fall short because I've had so many people at the beginning of this year stand up for me and say, that's just not your character. When I've been accused of doing something or saying something or being a certain way, they're like, that doesn't even make sense. That doesn't even sound like you. Like, 
when you are uniquely you and you walk boldly in who you are, what other people say about you will fall on deaf ears because when your character is genuine, it speaks louder than their words ever could. And even though it's really hard, I shed a lot of tears at the beginning of this year because there was just so much said about me from someone I never thought I'd have to defend myself against. Someone that I held in such a high regard. And it hurt. It hurt me to my core. But to hear so many people come to my aid and say, that's not even your character. You would never do something like that. Like I'd stand on both, like 10 toes down. You would never do that. Like I'd stand behind you in an instant. That made me feel so supported and so good about the person that I'm becoming that someone would just stand up for me like that without me even having to ask. That spoke volumes. So when people are running their mouths, allow the truth. The truth will always come out. Allow the truth to speak for you. Like always advocate for yourself, but don't allow the words of others, the actions of others to take you off your path or destroy what God is doing in you and knock you down. And I understand realistically, it hurts sometimes and you are going to fall back a little bit or you might pause, but you have to keep going. What they say holds no water and something that I really had to tell myself and I truly believe it. God knows the truth and he knows what happened and he will always stand up for his children. When you are in the right, you don't have to do anything. Other, he will send other people, which he did, to advocate on your behalf. So just don't worry about it and don't put too much energy on it because you're going to burn yourself out and you might have to sit and wallow in it and wallow in it even longer than you initially anticipated or you might want to do. But I mean, honestly... If you give it to him and just say, look, I surrender this. I didn't do this. You know I didn't do this. So I'm just going to walk away and let you take over this situation. You will be fine. Always you will be fine. And even if you have to go through a little bit of struggle and strife before you are fine, know that in the end you will be better than where you were when you started. We don't struggle for anything. Everything in your life that you go through has a purpose. And when you are at your limit, that's when it's like fall on your knees and just say, God, I need help. Surrender it. I can't hold this. It's really heavy. Just, I need you to take this. Like I have nothing left in the tank. And believe me, he will send you resources. He will send you support. He might even just take it. It might end then and there. You have no idea. I've been through so many of these scenarios and each of these have happened every single time without fail. It sucks to go through it and it is a huge distraction, but don't let it be a limitation for what you can do and what God can do in your life. Now I have one more of my distraction tips to share, but it's so crazy how like just sitting here saying this out loud, it's, this is hitting, this is giving me so much life. It is hitting home like times 10. You have no idea how much I may have needed to hear this from myself. And that's why I always say these episodes are for me just as much as they are for anybody who's listening. Like they just, they help. And sometimes it's not in that moment that you need it. 
sometimes it's like a week or a month or years from now, which is why I love this podcast because I, I just go back. I go back and I listen to old episodes and they just bring so much clarity and peace to me. And we're going to keep going <laughs> before I go off on another tangent. But I want to use... Oops, I just hit my microphone. Hopefully that wasn't loud. So I want to zone in on Nehemiah and the Bible, the story of Nehemiah. I was reading Nehemiah 4, and it's when they're building the wall around Jerusalem. Well, they're repairing it. And all these people from, we're going to call them different tribes, <laughs> around that are around Jerusalem are coming, and they're making fun of them and speaking like, spreading rumors and just speaking like vile against them and saying that this is not going to work and you're wasting all these time. They even call them pathetic. I'm not going to lie. The Bible is so good. (laughs) Like you, (laughs) you really don't expect the comebacks or the things that people say in the Bible, like to pass from their lips. But I'm just like, okay, okay. They really teach the Bible really can teach you how to defend and what words to use and what to say when you are praying against something or you're asking for help. Because like sometimes I will go in left field and I become so petty and I feel bad. And I'm not saying the people in the Bible were petty, but they were very human. (laughs) And in Nehemiah, when everybody was spreading rumors and plotting against them and making fun of them, what did they do? They said, listen, our God, for we are despised. Make their insults return on their own heads and let them be taken as plunder to a land of captivity. Do not cover their guilt or let their sin be erased from your sight because they have angered the builders. And they're talking about all the people who were working on the wall and all the rumors that they were spreading and just giving them so much opposition when they're working to rebuild the city that God loves so much. And I was just like, (laughs) all these people are working and it goes on to say that, you know what? They didn't stop working. What they did was they prepared themselves. And that is all we can really do. When we're facing oppositions, when distractions pop up in your life, all you can do is prepare yourself. These people, like the Bible says that they had like their work stuff in one hand and they had their sword in the other. Like they're like, I'm gonna build this wall, but I'm gonna cut you at the same time. Like, you know, don't play with me. And I'm just like, y'all, y'all gotta read the Bible. It's so good. But it's the lesson is there and what this means to me is that you have tools you have the shield you have everything you need when opposition comes up all you need is a prayer god i can't handle this god take this off of me god send them back where they came from god let it go in one ear and out the other Allow, don't allow these distractions to get to me. Don't let them fester and sit in my head and my heart. And that's what these people did. Like they prayed about it, but they prepared themselves for whatever was going to come. And they kept doing the work. And as a leader, Nehemiah in this chapter, 
he had a, somebody with a horn and alarm and he was like, as soon as you hear this alarm, I need everybody to go where that, where you, where you heard the sound come from. Like we not playing. Everybody has a shovel. They have swords. They have everything we need to go to war at any moment if they come to this wall and start messing with people. But he was like, in the meantime, we are still going to do work. It even says that they did not bathe without their swords. They like, when they say strap up, they strapped up. And I just, you know what? I love that because like I just said, when I was facing opposition and I had distractions, I put everything down. I stopped and I just sat and I wallowed. What the Bible is telling us to do is to do the exact opposite. Say a prayer and stay ready. And so moving forward, when you have distractions popping up, and even if it is the enemy, or if it's a person, or even if it's you, you have to put tools in place so that you can stay ready. So when those moments happen, you know what to do. You can keep going and they don't cut you down at the knees and you don't get stuck. I think that is why it's so powerful. And I keep talking about the Bible because everything we deal with today, you can relate it somewhere in the Bible. This stuff is not new. It might be new to you because you may not be as into the Bible. You might have just started reading the Bible. Honey, I have not memorized the Bible. The Bible is still new to me. I've been a Christian for a really long time, but I did not read my Bible <laughs> like regularly until like, what, two years ago I started reading it. So I'm still learning and it still surprises me. But in moments like this, these are the gems that you need to keep going to prepare you for what is to come because we're always going to have opposition. There will always be distractions. Somebody is always going to be running their mouth. But that does not mean that you stop progressing and moving forward. 2024 for me is all about moving forward, which is why the last episode is literally titled Moving Forward 2024. (laughs) But I mean, it's moments like this that really put everything into perspective. You go through things, you grow, you suffer, you learn, but you keep progressing, you keep moving forward. Life does not stop because it gets hard. I grew up under a single mother and I remember my mom would get sick. She kept going. My mom would be frustrated with us. She would be tired. My mom, she, sometimes she just needed a break. And I talk a lot, as y'all can see. <laughs> and I'm always doing something. My sister was always doing something. She always kept going. My mom was a very strong woman that prayed constantly. And I say she's strong in the sense that she had strong faith and belief in Christ and it kept her going. She knew exactly where to go when she was frustrated. My mother never lashed out at us for like, we got in trouble, but she did not just lash out at us out of frustration. She would become very, very calm. And Melissa and I would become very, very scared and we would exit the room immediately (laughs) because we knew this is not a time to play with her. But my mom prayed through everything. And that is something that I'm learning and that I want to share with you so that you can take it with you. A prayer takes a moment. You don't have to close your eyes. You don't have to get on your knees. You don't have to go in a closet. You don't have to do anything. You can stop. You can walk. 
Just You can say it in your head or you can speak it with your lips or you can say it in your heart. He hears it all. So when opposition comes up against you, when you have all these distractions that are destroying everything that you're working towards and you just want to stop and sit, say a quick prayer and ask God to walk in authority into wherever you need to go and tie up the things that are trying to stronghold you and hold you back. You don't have to do anything in this life alone, ever. You always have a resource, whether that is a person, whether it's prayer, whether it's just you taking a beat to figure it out and keep it moving. But do not allow distractions to put limits on how you get through your day and live your life. They aren't worth the time. They really aren't. Distractions are that. They're just that. They are distractions. Distractions don't mean that you have to be redirected. When I, I always use this analogy, it's when you see um, the, oh, you see, uh, it's the movie about the, a bug's life or it's ants. I can't remember, but the leaf. So they're, they're kind of all walking back to the ant bed with all of um, the food or whatever. And the leaf falls and they're like, oh my God, the world is ending. Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> And you have that wise aunt that's like, it's okay. It's just a leaf. Go around it. That is all a distraction is. It's a leaf that you need to go around. That person running their mouth, go around them. You don't have to talk to them. You don't have to drive through them. And by that, I mean punch them in the face and get them out the way. Go around them. Don't allow distractions to put you on a detour that might take years or days or months to find your way back to where you were. Rest on the fact that you have a God that is bigger than anything that anyone could ever possibly think, imagine, or do to you. He's conquered it all. Christ has conquered it all. Like there is nothing that can hurt you to the point where he will not cover you. So when things happen, when life gets hard, When the distractions happen, when oppression happens, pray about it and keep going forward. And when you don't know what to do, Google it. I'm I'm just kidding. No, turn to your Bible. Talk to someone. Ask for help. I always say when you don't know how to get somewhere where you're going, get somewhere you want to go, ask for directions. My direction is prayer. My direction is my Bible. My direction is my dad. My direction is my sister's. My direction are my friends or my mentors. There are people in your life for a reason, and it's so that they can help you get where you need to go. There is a purpose for each and every person in your life. And their purpose could very well be that very moment. So utilize the resources that you have. And when distractions pop up in your life, fight back. Be very careful with the things that you say. When you declare something with your mouth, you're speaking it into existence. And when a distraction happens and you're just say, and you start saying things like, I'm done, I can't do this. Like, this is too hard. It will become too hard. You will literally end whatever progress that you had by saying you're done. But if you say, I'm going to figure this out, I'm going to ask for help. I'm going to find a way around it. 
I'm not going to let this be the end. It won't be. You have resources. Use them. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I will talk to you guys in the next one. I hope you have a wonderful week. And I love each and every one of you. Bye. Thanks again for tuning in. Bye.